a warning for you. Uh, some guys doing work in my neighborhood, and I was chatting with them yesterday, and they're like, hey, Taz, nice neighborhood you live in. I'm like, what are you talking about? He said, we just had a, bu- a bag stolen out of the back of our trailer. It's like, come on. Are you sure? They said, yeah. One of the guys came out from a backyard where they were working and saw a pickup truck speed away, went back, looked in the uh, the trailer, the doors were open, and uh, a bag was missing. They, they just opened the trailer up, Jim, and grabbed a bag and, and took off. In broad daylight. Broad daylight. You hear about this all the time at night, overnight, three in the morning. That's brazen to do it, like, while the guys are on the job site. Yeah. They're probably 100 feet away, just on the other side of a fence, doing their thing. <sighs> these people are the worst. I, I don't know if these are porch pirates who are just diversifying. <laughs> and they saw an opportunity, maybe. Or if they're targeting work vans and trailers and pickup trucks uh, that are in front yards while people are working in backyards, if this is a common thing. But, uh, yeah, broad daylight. These guys had a bag stolen. Now, thankfully, they said it was just drill bits and stuff, so it, it wasn't... Oh, so wasn't, they grabbed the drill bag? They, they grabbed the worst bag they could possibly <laughs> grab out of the trailer, but still. Yeah. You know, they do this to 10 different job sites. They're delaying the work that these guys are doing. That's what gets you, right? It's somebody is stealing from guys who are grinding it out, using these tools to make an honest day's living. Literally grinding yeah. Some of these tools are grinders. <laughs> the grinder was stolen. It's now missing. It just ticks you off, and, and it's something you should be aware of. So just keep your eyes peeled out there. Today I'm going door-to-door in my neighborhood to see if anyone has any uh, any of those ring cameras. Oh, Wouldn't it be great to catch them? Sweet justice. Get that license plate on camera. Oh, Dude, yeah. This happened to me all the time. Every year I, when I worked for my dad, every year, consistently, there would be a break-in in our tool trailer that we'd leave to be on a country road building a bridge and somebody would inevitably break into it every year it's gotten much worse with facebook marketplace and kijiji but one time my dad hired a guy just some like a random local dude and we're sitting there tying rebar and he's telling me a story of how this this guy he went to go buy a portable ac unit from some guy uh it was on some guy's front lawn it said for sale on it so he went and talked to the guy the homeowner who was selling the ac unit and then this employee guy said he went back at night and just stole it off the guy's lawn. I was like, that's pretty rude. He's like, ah, yeah, I just can't really afford it right now. My wife's pregnant and like, you know, I just got to keep the house cool. So lo and behold, a week goes by. Somebody breaks into our trailer. This guy never shows up to work ever again. It's obviously him. So I tell dad the story about like the air conditioner. He's like just shaking his head. He's like, well, that's why we don't keep anything too expensive in the trailers anymore. And that's why you keep them locked, even in the middle of they the day. They are locked. They were locked. And, and they broke the lock? Yeah, they could they just take the bolt cutters and cut the locks, dude. Man. I It's the last place I would want to steal from. Broad daylight from the back. of Like, the guys and, and girls working on these job sites, they're tough people. Oh, yeah. Like if they steel-toed you, boots? Yeah, <laughs> I want to steal from a bunch of guys wearing steel-toed boots. <laughs> shame, shame. Absolutely. If you're going to steal tools in broad daylight... From a bunch of guys who are just trying to make a living doing an honest day's work. Shame on you. Got a text message. Taz, same thing happened to guys working on my street, Black Acres in London, uh, driving a, a black pickup or dark brown. Somebody stole tools from their their trailer. It, it just is crazy to me that they do it in broad daylight, especially with cameras everywhere now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally.
But brazen crimes like this are becoming more and more commonplace. We've got a listener on the phone. You work for Hydro, correct? I do, yes. And what are you seeing out there? Uh, I often get calls to people's houses where brazen thieves are running around knocking leaders off the houses, disrupting people's power, and then tearing things apart, stealing the copper wire. Whoa. Isn't there an electrocution risk yeah. there? Oh, absolutely. You ever find, like, a, one, a toasty one lying next to the meter? <laughs> uh, not, like when not a rat a person, accidentally but... bites a cord? <laughs> well, you'd expect, you, you must know what you're doing, right? Like, somebody has shown you how to do that. If you're going to take the chance of ripping apart a live hydrometer, you'd think. Someone's either told them or they're getting really lucky. Yeah. With yeah. YouTube and things of that nature, things are really like, easy to find. And you see that in the middle of the day, too, or is that more of a nighttime activity? I think it's more typically in the nighttime, but it's happened in the middle of the day. As People well. enter, like, the hydro stations and try to steal copper from there. Like, that's surprised more often people yeah. are not dead. There's no, like, scrap metal, nothing is safe. I remember in, I think it was Perth County, where people were stealing soccer nets. And scrapping them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you've heard, like, people will grab manhole covers uh, and steal, like, talk about dangerous. You know, there, I understand that people are down on their luck. They're they're going through some tough things, but it never gives you the right to take another person's property. Especially the tool thing, going back to the tool thing, these guys are working hard. And they could easily go out there and just steal and sell things on Facebook or Kijiji to try and make money. But instead, they're getting up bright and early, and they're working it to the bone all day long, going home with aches and pains, doing an honest uh, day's work. It must be really frustrating. Simon, what do you have for us? So on Monday, I was coming back from a walk with my wife and my kid, and uh, there was all this smashed glass in front of my building. So I got on the horn with my super uh, intendant, and uh, we went through the cameras, and it turned out broad day, 1 o'clock, some guy came and smashed uh, this old lady's nurse's window to take her purse. Oh, my God. Right in, right in front of the building. Like, yeah. no, the, like neighbors were out and everything. Like, people's blinds were It's the were middle open. of the day thing that freaks you out, because if they're willing to do that in the middle of the day and you catch them, what else are they going to do? You know? Oh, exactly. Unpredictable. Yeah. We, We've been having to up our uh, security measures uh, in our building because uh, of all the activity with the, the COVID lockdown and everything like that. We've had break-ins to our building. They're, they're trying to get our uh, laundry change, like, out of the laundry machine. Yeah. So, you don't uh, live in that building in Hamilton where it's uh, $20 per load, do you? Because that's a real <laughs> score if someone breaks into that laundry room. Yeah, no kidding. I'll be <laughs> redirecting them from my building there. <laughs> And we just want to take a moment here on the Taz and Jim program to acknowledge a couple of straight-up geniuses. You know, when someone does something incredible, you got to give them recognition. How about this bakery in Milwaukee, Wisconsin? They got robbed, okay? Guy broke in, stole cash and equipment from the bakery. Surveillance cameras got a few decent shots of the guy. Cops couldn't find him, couldn't identify who he was. So the bakery people took it into their own hands and they decided to make a bunch of cookies and put the picture of the suspect on the cookies <laughs> and then give those cookies out for free. 
Really? You know what they can do? Like you can take a photo and you put it on a cake. Like mm-hmm. it's an actual photo of this this robbery suspect that they put on cookies, handed them out in the community. Take a cookie. Do you know this guy? Do you know this guy? <laughs> they caught him. That's, they did. That's amazing. I just saw a picture of the cookie, and it's kind of like a side profile, so I'm surprised they caught him. Yeah, but they, they tracked him down, and uh, the police <laughs> know who he is. He was identified because of the cookies. Busted by a cookie. Let's just hope the Terminators don't start using this when they're looking for John Connor. <laughs> <laughs> Kids love cookies. They'd rat him out right away. Have you seen this boy? Have a cookie. <laughs> Here's another story of straight-up genius. Uh, a woman was suspecting that her, her boyfriend was cheating on her. So she faked his death so his mistress would think he was dead, and it worked. Hmm? <laughs> so a woman suspected her boyfriend was cheating on her. She faked the boyfriend's death, and when the mistress heard about it, she came out of hiding, freaked out. Oh, my God, I loved him so much. He was my boyfriend. Oh, hold on a second. I knew you were cheating on me. <laughs> and she caught him. So did she pay for an obituary? What she did was uh, she staged a fake funeral. Oh, my God. She told the woman he was dead. And it ended up the guy had, had gone to jail. So while he went to jail, <laughs> she did all this funeral stuff. <laughs> So the other woman thought he was dead and she had a breakdown and, and admitted that they were having an affair and uh, the, the original girlfriend was like, gotcha. Wow. So suspecting that your boyfriend's cheating on you and then he goes to jail isn't enough to just dump him flat out. <laughs> you really want to bust him cheating as well. Yeah. He That's must hilarious. Be, he must be quite the catch. <laughs> Because funerals aren't cheap. No, I mean, that's like uh, obituaries, you know, that's a few dollars every word, too. That's pricey as well, but a full-blown funeral. Yeah, you're paying for a funeral. Would have been cheaper just to put his picture on cookies and say, (laughs) have you seen this man with another woman? (laughs) There is a uh, woman in Australia who says that she woke up after her, her tonsil surgery and she was speaking with a completely different accent. She didn't sound like herself. She's from Australia. So usually she uh, has an Australian accent. But this is what's been going on in her life for the past few days. She's very concerned. I'm making this video to document the second day of something that's happened to me yesterday. That was very weird. I woke up with an Irish accent and I've never been to Ireland before. I spent the whole day yesterday freaking out about why this is happening to me and I went to the hospital and I also called my specialist and asked them why this is happening and they couldn't provide any answers. They just told me to just sit tight and let the body heal after my um, tonsil surgery last Monday about 9 to 10 days ago. So she's got a full-on Irish accent. Are you offended, Jim? I think, yeah, I think this is cultural appropriation. This ain't no imposter syndrome or whatever. What's it called? It's called foreign accent syndrome. And there's been cases of it documented in the past where somebody wakes up from a brain injury or from a traumatic event and they start speaking with a completely different accent. Like this, this poor woman, Angie Yen, she's 27 years old. And still is speaking with an Irish accent. 
says that her friends at first are like, oh, that's hilarious. And they'd laugh. But then after two hours, they're like, okay. Joke's getting old. <laughs> we know Angie and she's not going to drag this out for, yeah. for a couple hours. It's not easy to fake having an Irish accent for one hour. True, right? true. I, I can barely do it for one phone call on St. Paddy's Day. And you're Irish. Yeah. Your, your ancestry is Irish. This The thing that's the weirdest thing is a tonsil surgery, because I always hear it's like a guy gets in a motorcycle accident and he hits his head, and then something happens to your brain that like modifies the way you speak. Like that, That's crazy, but it makes way more sense than just tonsil surgery. Yeah. She thought maybe she had a stroke during the procedure, but the mm. doctors are like, no, you're fine. Just give your, your vocal cords a little time to heal after after the surgery, but it hasn't gone away yet. She says she was very surprised. It's like the plot of a comedy movie, almost. Yeah. She got up in the morning, and she likes to sing in the shower. So she started singing in the shower, and it was like... Dolores from the Cranberries was in there with what? her. Oh, Danny boy, <laughs> the pipes. The, what the? I wanted to sing uh, Que Sera Sera. <laughs> I'm trying to sing. So I come from a London under. Yeah. At this stage, I don't think it's going to get better because this morning I woke up with an Aussie accent and I was so happy. I called one of my best friends and I told her that I have my accent back, but... During that phone call in the space of about five to ten minutes. I went from good day, mate, to top of the morning to you. <laughs> Very strange. That is crazy. Yeah, we're rooting for you, mm-hmm. Angie. I like this theory, Jim. Uh, we're talking about foreign accent syndrome, where you can have some trauma uh, and you wake up. You speak with an accent that isn't yours. Happened to an Australian woman who woke up after tonsil surgery sounding like this. I woke up with an Irish accent, and I've never been to Ireland before. (laughs) Sounds like it. (laughs) Could have fooled me. (laughs) But you think maybe uh, Tom Hanks' son Chet is suffering from foreign accent uh, syndrome. If you're not familiar with Tom Hanks' son Chet Hanks, this is what he sounds like. Big up, big up the whole island massive. It's your boy Chetana coming straight from the Golden Globes, you want saying? Me feeling father Tom Hanks presenting in a watch soon forward come. Big up, tune in. Yeah, Tom Hanks doesn't sound like that. Neither does his wife. So the only logical explanation is that at some point Chet Hanks had a surgery. He got laser eye surgery. And woke up sounding like he was from Jamaica. <laughs> That's a, that That is the story I would be going with right now yeah. if I was Chet Hanks. How is this guy not canceled? He just put out a music video called White Boy Summer, Jim. Yeah, it's like, read the room, brother. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, I gotta say, I listened to this... It's not as bad as I thought it would be. The song is obviously ridiculous, but I, I got to hear it. I had to edit out some swears. You judge for yourself. I met a bad little shorty on a powdered dance skin to the bag like it was her only chance. Rich, no, 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 them bands said then she went and made her only fans. Uh, hot boy, white boy summer. Got your favorite Instagram. That's Chet Hanks. Yeah, wait for the accent. He's he's not stopping. She let me beat it. I'm the white boy wonder. Uh, bad gal, white dandada. Rude boy, it's a white boy summer. Huh? Bad gal, white dandada. Rude boy, it's a white boy summer. So it comes and goes. His foreign accent syndrome. Depending on what surgery he got that day. It's selective. Oh boy.
<laughs> and in the video, it's just so funny because like Hanks There's is butts such everywhere a, in yeah, that John video. Hanks just seems like the classiest fella. Yeah. Straight, just, straight down the middle kind of guy, you know, never offends anybody. Yeah. And his son Chet is, is just coming in hot with white boy summer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I would love to hear them talk. I would love to hear a phone call. Maybe he's super supportive. Like, maybe it's his dream to be an artist and his dad, like, Tom Hanks is the most supportive dad of all, t- of all time. But I got a feeling he's like, stop embarrassing me, dude. You'd think. Unless... Unless they've consulted the doctors and they're like, sorry, there's no cure. Hopefully one day the accent just goes away. Uh, your son gets all those big booties out of his face. <laughs> Maybe two booties will collide, hit his head, and knock yes. it back into place. That's right. The next yeah. music video he's shooting, he's going to get... Uh, he's gonna get a Worth a shot. Head trauma from, <laughs> from some WAPs to the head. Your peacock, Taz and Jim joined by Devin Peacock, our sports guy from Global News Radio. Hey, Dev. And here we go. Playoff set for the NHL. Toronto Maple Leafs taking on the Habs. Yeah, the playoff matchups for the North Division are set. Will be Toronto, Montreal in the first round, and Edmonton and Winnipeg in the other matchup in the North in the first round. Uh, Toronto and Montreal have met 16 times in the playoffs, but this will be the first time since the 1978-1979 season, which is pretty cool. Be a lot cooler if we didn't see them play each other 182 times over the past two months. <laughs> hey, here's the good news. If 10 times this season wasn't enough for you, you're going to get at least four more. Jim, as a Leaf fan, are you pumped about this? Uh, yeah, mostly. I'm just scanning through uh, their matchups, like the times they met so far this year. And so far, I think it's been... I've counted eight wins for the Leafs and two wins for the Habs. So I like the matchup odds for us. And yeah. of course, like the historical uh, rivalry is obviously great too, but uh, I'm feeling confident about the Leafs' chances here. Toronto won the, the season series uh, by a wide margin, and I would expect them uh, to win this series. I mean, if you're a Leafs fan, you got to feel real strong about this. I mean, both of these series, the way this is shaping up, I think is pretty cool. So, I mean... Uh, Toronto won the season series against Montreal. Edmonton won the season series against uh, Winnipeg. But Toronto, let's pretend for a moment, Toronto beats Montreal. Toronto-Winnipeg would be cool. Toronto-Edmonton would be cool with Toronto and Connor McDavid. Is it round three then that we can look forward to seeing the Leafs potentially play an American team finally? Round, round three is when things get really interesting. That's when they're going to reseed things. And all the top teams from all the uh, conference, uh, the divisions will play each other, and that's when it will get really, really good. But if you are a Leafs fan, you can't take too much for granted because the Leafs have not won a first-round series since 2004. So uh, as much as you want to look ahead and pass the Habs, uh, let's uh, take this one step at a time. And a very talented gentleman from Peterborough, Ontario, joins us. His name's Chad Driscoll. Thanks for having me. I, yeah, no, we're excited to talk to you. A friend of mine sent me your uh, your latest jam that you recorded and posted on your YouTube page, and I was very impressed with your talent. Uh, are you a, a working musician when musicians are able to get out there and work? Uh, yeah, but I'm more like a weekend warrior type of guy. Like, I still have a day job and and all that. But you do and gigs sometimes. 
Yeah, I do gigs. Good. Yeah, right I on. Gigs on the weekends, yeah? yeah. Yeah, I should hope so. If you're just <laughs> if you're just sitting in your basement playing to yourself, you're wasting it. <laughs> yeah, well, got to do something during this quarantine and lockdown stuff. Yeah, God knows you can't play golf in Ontario, and that's what inspired you to write this song. You're a little frustrated that you can't hit the links. Yeah, that's exactly right. I was very frustrated that I couldn't hit the links and thought that, you know, all I do all day is talk to friends and stuff, and they complain about not being able to golf, so I thought, let's write a song about it. And you went the John Denver route. There's no better way of expressing yourself than in the style of John Denver. (laughs) The emotions just come pouring out. We were blown away by not only your talent, but the quality of this recording. The song is fantastic, so let's play it. You want to introduce it to the Taz and Jim listeners? Sure. This is Ontario, Let Me Go, Play Some Golf by me, Chad Driscoll. Almost eleven Where's the beer car? I'm just kidding I'm standing in my backyard Chipping golf balls Over my kids' toys Wishing I was out there Playing around with the boys Ontario Let me go Everyone waiting watches me I tell you I got a five When everyone knows it's seven Score my chip from the green on ten To the fairway on eleven Ontario Let me go Giving tips because he spent the winter watching golf YouTube clips. Drive a bomb down the fairway, grab my tea, I turn and walk away like I'm Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, Ontario. Let me go. Drunk and defeated 
round is done. Jim, are you crying? I, I just missed golf. <laughs> <laughs> Chad Driscoll. Ontario, let me go play some golf. Man, that that is so good. And you recorded that on your iPad in your basement. I did, yeah. In about an hour. Uh-huh. What's the what's reaction been like? Because I know there's some people who are like, oh, poor guys can't play golf. Yeah, well, specifically, anytime we talk about it, people say, hey, I can't go camping this summer. Or uh, this morning we got one that said, hey, I can't go to the gym, so suck it up about golf. I don't see how those are related. But are you getting a lot of hate? Uh, actually, no. Like, that's a small percentage of it. Yeah. The people that say it. And, yeah. There's nothing wrong with missing something. Yeah. No, I I say that to them. I'm like, you know, this is what I do. I golf. If I was a tennis player, I would have wrote a song about tennis. If I was a a person that liked to get up and go to the gym, I would have wrote a song about getting up and going to the gym. But just whatever you love, right? This is just something I miss. Yeah, you're allowed to miss stuff, guys. Yeah, Every exactly. Everybody's at the end of the rope. We get it. Yeah. Everyone is frustrated. But you don't have to jump down someone's throat just because they say they want to play golf. Do you want, do you want me to read a comment here, Taz? Or, sure. It's just, this is just an example. Is, is it going to upset our new friend Chad Driscoll? No, I think Chad will relate, and then okay. we can move on. But yeah, enough with the golf courses. Ski hills and resorts are closed, and they're wearing full goggles and, and, and coats. Fair is fair. Hell, I can't even go camping with our family. Our site was open May 1st, and this is the second year it's closed. This is like my second home. Nope, can't go. So quit with the golf course already. Let's rant about camping. Let's rant about both. Hold on a second. I'm hearing birds (laughs) chirping. Are you golfing right now, Chad? (laughs) No, I'm not. I'm just just sitting outside having a coffee. (laughs) Uh, Well, we're going to watch your career closely. I also noticed in in the video you're wearing a Toronto Maple Leafs hat. What do you think of the Habs uh, and Leafs in round one? You excited about that matchup? I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped for that. Write a song about it. I've never seen it in my life. Yeah. That'll be my next song. No, seriously, if you do write a song about that or anything, let us know, okay? Send it to us. All right, I will. We appreciate it. We've posted Chad Driscoll's song, Ontario, Let Me Go Play Some Golf, on the Taz and Jim Facebook page. Thanks, man. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe Keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.